Welcome to the Blue Jeans Christian Weekly Podcast, where we will take your faith and the powerful Word of God and make them as practical and relevant to your job, home, and hobbies as your favorite pair of blue jeans are on a Saturday. I'm Kevin Brownlee. And thank you for listening. This is episode nine. Uh, Today we're going to talk about being the image of God and how to be like Jesus, why the Bible says we're to, and how to do that at work, as well as at home. But before we get to that, just a couple fun things my wife and I did this past week. Uh, Let's see, last Saturday we went over to a little town called Townsend, Montana. They have a fall festival, which is always fun to go to. Uh, they have some oompa music, and they break open a keg of Oktoberfest beer, which I got there too early for that, because we were on our way through to head up to the mountains to get some firewood, which we did that until it started snowing real hard, and we thought we better get out of there before we couldn't, until June. <laughs> uh, then on Sunday, we took the uh, Maverick Trail that I have, I got a used Maverick Trail, which is a side-by-side, and I have been working on it and getting it all running nice, doing some repairs and such, which is kind of fun to work on things like that. But I also wanted to know if my wife's car would tow it. She has a four-cylinder Subaru Outback because evidently we're members of the BMSC, Bozeman, Montana Snobbery Club. <laughs> Evidently, if you have an Outback, you belong to that. I had no idea. I just think it's a good car. My wife loves it. Anyway, I wanted to know if it would tow that on the trailer, that, that Maverick trail. So I hooked it up and tied her down and the Maverick, not my wife. We went up to a mountain trail, which took about 40 minutes to get there on a very bumpy Rosh Bordy Road, and we got all the way there and got it all uh, unstrapped from the trailer and went to climb up inside of it, and no key. Do you know those things take a key? <laughs> Which I have a key hanging on the key hook at home. I actually have two of them, but I am going to take that key to the dealer and get several more made. And keep one in each vehicle, hide one on it, hide one on the trailer, and have a couple extras around so that that doesn't happen again. (laughs) Oh, all we could do was laugh. There's no sense in getting mad or angry. So we just enjoyed the ride together and and evidently the ride back home. (laughs) So we're going to talk a little bit about how to be the image of God All the way back in Genesis 1, verse 26 and 27, says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. So since that says about four times we were created in the image of God or the likeness, I guess we're supposed to get that and understand that. And endeavor to be that, the likeness or image of God. So I decided I better really understand what that meant. So I looked up the word image in the dictionary. Merriam-Webster's says, an exact likeness or semblance or appearance. 
The other thing that I like to do is look at what the original word for that was. In the Old Testament, generally that would be the Hebrew word. And you can do that in the New Testament for passages there if you want to look up what the word is. Generally, though, that was written in Greek. So you can look up what those original meanings of that word means in what's called Strong's Dictionary. So I looked up that word image in Strong's, and it said resemblance, hence a representative figure. The Hebrew word there is Chalem. What came to my mind was our reflection in a mirror. Sort of like when God looks at us, he sees a reflection of himself. That may not be the exact meaning, but it's what I think of. So I think it's part of the meaning. You see, when we look at ourselves in a mirror, what do we do? We usually fix things to make us look better. And God does that with us too. He fixes us to make us better. So just like I'd gather ingredients to make a cake, I gathered all of those meanings of the word image and mixed them together. Lightness, resemblance, representative figure, and reflection. And what I cooked up was the word imitation. When you sit back and let that sink in, it should scare you because of all of the ramifications. It's all about accountability. We are to endeavor to be like Him. God is glorified when we are an imitation of Him, at least as accurately as we can be. <laughs> imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, and we glorify God when our character, our attributes, our actions, our attitude, our demeanor, our deeds, oh, and especially our relationships, are an imitation of His. Now, we can't do a very good job unless there is a book or directions for us to read, to follow. And there is. It's called the Word of God, <laughs> the Bible. In addition to that, and because many of us have a hard time reading and doing what we have read, we actually have a pattern to follow. If you're sewing a dress, a pattern is followed. If you need to fix your car... Well, the pattern could be a YouTube video or a Chilton's manual or a Haynes manual, which I like a little better than Chilton's for working on cars. So we need a standard, sort of like a model or maybe even a hero to emulate or better yet, a person who already imitates God so well, we can follow their lead. God gave us not only an imitation of himself, which we can see and follow and read about, but he gave us himself. That's Jesus. Our role model of being the image of God is his son, Jesus, who lived here on earth as one of us. In fact, he not only was our role model, but also the very catalyst and reason for our relationship with God. Jesus is the reason we can be part of God's family and relate to him receiving benefits of that family relationship. The Latin phrase, Imago Dei Corum Deo, captures the gist of that issue. It means Jesus is the center of our acknowledging that God created us in His image and wants us to be like Him. 
so he can have a relationship with us. Walk down this trail with me for a second. The friends that you have are probably because you have a common interest or you like the same things. Uh, Let's say you go to the shooting range once a week with a guy because you have that in common, but really you have nothing else in common. But at least you could do that together. Or maybe you go to a quilting class because there's a couple ladies there that, that you know and like if you're, if you're a quilter like my wife is. But that's the only thing you have in common. So you have that relationship during that time that you're doing things in common. But to build a relationship, to have really good friends, you have a lot of things in common. And those are real special when you can have a relationship like that because you have so many things that, that you like together. It's almost like you're twins or something. But my point is, the more things that you have in common, the more you're like each other, the better and more meaningful your relationship is. So you can probably see where hiking that trail got us. The quality of the relationship you have with God is dependent on how many things that you and Jesus have in common, how many things you agree with together, how much you and him are alike. To put that real quick, Jesus is paramount. Let me kick that up a notch. John 1, 1 and 14 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So that says that Jesus is the Word of God, the Bible, and he became a real person. The Word of God became a real person and dwelt among us. Can you wrap your head around that? It's hard, but the best way to really do that is to try real hard to be like Jesus, to live out what the Bible says. And that's what the Blue Jeans Christian Podcast is all about. Reading the Word of God is how you get to know Jesus and to be like Him. That sounds kind of daunting, doesn't it? The Bible's a big book. (laughs) Well, how about we do this? Why don't you just read some things about Jesus? Like, well, Study some of the passages in Matthew where he's talking. Or here's a good one. Here's a quick one. Read the book of Mark. It's a shorter book. It's also rapid fire accounts about Jesus by someone who was hanging around with him when he was a teenager. Mark was a teenager when Jesus was around, but he just was enthralled with Jesus. And his good friend was Peter. So he interviewed Peter a lot and he wrote down a lot of what what Peter said about Jesus, and a lot of his first-person accounts. He interviewed a lot of other people as well. And he put that together in a book so that you can read real quick how Jesus acted, how he dealt with people, how he reacted to people. And you can learn how to be like him by reading the book of Mark. So getting back to Genesis 126, where God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness, that term our includes Jesus. That's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Right away in the Bible, we get the reference of God existing in three persons. Jesus is God and is the tangible person 
we can emulate, to be the image of God. You know, there are 30 Bible verses that say we are to endeavor to be like Jesus Christ. And one of them is Romans 8.29, which says that we are conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. In fact, if you notice, that comes right after Romans 8.28, which is one of our favorite verses that we should have memorized. And our God will cause all things to work together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And why? Why does he work all those things out for good? It's what it says next in verse 29, to conform us into the image of Jesus Christ. So when you look in the mirror, do you see a reflection of yourself? We are to be like a mirror where God sees a reflection of himself. And to be more specific, he sees someone just like Jesus, who is God in the flesh. Are you a mirror with that reflection? Would others say you are the image of Jesus? Not that you look like one of the Bee Gees, lots of hair and a beard, but your personal traits and how you interact with others are like Jesus. Jesus said in John 10.10 that the enemy comes to destroy, steal, and kill. But Jesus said he came so that we may have life and have it more abundantly. So which one do you image, the enemy or Jesus? Do you have an abundant life, which includes fun, even when it snows and cuts short your firewood getting, or even when you forgot your key, (laughs) otherwise you would have had fun? (laughs) Being fully alive is to live life more abundantly, as Jesus said. Yes, a life that is full, joyous, fun, stimulating, embracing in enjoying the things of life, engaging in activities, and in fun conversations with people, being enterprising, working well and working hard, making things, loving, being somewhat emotional, maybe even charismatic, as in charming, (laughs) being fascinating and fun. Yes, I said fun twice. When I think about Jesus' quote of John 10.10, I realize Jesus lived life more fully and abundantly than most people do today. Don't you think so, too? Jesus' full and abundant and fun life angered the religious people of his day, especially the legalists. He had fun. He even made wine at a wedding. (laughs) Many of us, just get so wrapped up in the rules, we forget to have fun. Jesus did. People were drawn to him. Multitudes of people were drawn to him. So if you think he was a snobby, sour-faced religious person, why would they be drawn to him? Who gets drawn to that? People are drawn to engaging, fun personality types. And that was Jesus. And I hope we're like that too. Because the abundant life is centered in Jesus, not a religion or a bunch of rules. Yes, Jesus does give us things we're supposed to be doing, but they're for our own good and they're for the the best of us. (laughs) They're for our best. 
And yes, I looked up that word abundant in the original Greek word in the My Strong's Concordance. And it's the Greek word parakletos that we get the word parachute from. Now, to me, jumping out of an airplane with a parachute is not fun. But I think parasailing would be a lot of fun. <laughs> that word that word parakletos means overarching, overarching support and overarching care and joy and abundant life. But remember, that happens when we're connected to Jesus. When we're connected to that parachute, that's when we get the parakletos or the abundant fun. We have to be connected to Jesus. Some people will say, yeah, but that word abundant or to the full, Jesus was actually referring to living forever, our, our future life with him in heaven. Well, the eternal life is both an adjective and a noun. It's a way of life now, a quality of life now, as well as in the future where we will be living forever. Jesus meant now as well as in the future. Jesus is fully human and fully God. I think we image God by being like the human Jesus. We can identify with Jesus because he lived like us, experiencing many of the same issues we have. He identified with us in a very similar way as image. So let's be human, fully alive and fully enjoying life. When we do, when we live fully, we begin to see the gospel of God more fully. And as with the good news, which is what the gospel is, verses like Romans 8, 28 and 29 become real and dwell in us richly. And we see others and situations in life as God does. And people will rise up and call you blessed when you live like that. Let's do a little exercise. Hopefully you can do this through a podcast. <laughs> Try and think of single words. One word descriptions of God. Can you describe God using a single word? And what are those words? Think of that for a minute. What words do you come up with? I came up with kind, patient, gracious, especially through Christ. Forgiving, loving, joy, love, giving, maybe even artistic. I mean, look at the world around you. Look at the clouds in the morning and at night. Dependable, steadfast. Helper, long-suffering, <laughs> gentle, a healer, provider, wise. What other ones do you think of? Okay, let me ask you this. How many of those single words can you be? Can you be kind? 
patient, giving, loving. How about forgiving? Well, here's a hard one. Gracious. Think about that. You image God when you do or be or are the words that you use to describe God. Try and be like that. That's how you image God. Do people around you see those attributes in you? Would they say they see an image of God in you? Maybe you need to work on that. Those words aren't hard. Remember the scary accountability I mentioned early on in this podcast? It's totally possible to be an image of God. We have his word to guide us, and we have Jesus to emulate. We can do this. In fact, we should do this. It pleases God when we are like Jesus, and it glorifies him. Are you an image of God on Sunday morning? How about Monday morning? How about Tuesday afternoon? How about Friday night? Here's one. Is your image of God dependent on who you're with? Don't be a false or phony image. Don't be one way with certain people and another way with other people. Don't be an actor. Don't be a hypocrite. Be the real deal. Be the real image of the real God using the role model of Jesus. I often try and think of how to do that, how to be like Jesus. I mean, really, practically, in my life where God has me. Sounds like a wonderful goal to try and try and put blue jeans on this requirement of being an image of God and going to work like that. So have little patches on your jeans. I know this is this is a figurative speech. Don't do this. <laughs> have little patches on your blue jeans that say kind, patient, forgiving, gracious. <laughs> anyway. Put on the image of God and go to work. Or go play with your kids. Or enjoy a wonderful evening with your spouse. Even while cooking dinner together or cleaning up afterwards. How about when you're with your in-laws? Or that jerk of a boss? Or that super annoying co-worker? Or the neighbor that keeps borrowing your stuff and you're generous and gracious, but then he brings it back broken, if at all. <laughs> no, hopefully these things are things that you can work on. And I'll let you work on that for, for a few weeks, and then I'll come back and talk more about how to be the image of God, specifically how to be the image of Jesus. I've got some more things that I want to bring up, give you to work on. In the meantime, just try and be those single words that describe God. Kind, patient, forgiving, gracious. Here's another one. Just. Oh, and here's another one. Shrewd. Yes, Jesus talked about being shrewd as snakes and wise as owls. So be both of those as well. Shrewd just means intelligent and coming at things from a little bit different angle than most people do. It doesn't mean being manipulative taking something from somebody, or somehow swindling others. 
That's not what that means. It means being intelligent. That's why he used shrewd and wise in the same paragraph. They go together. Anyway, here in a couple weeks, we'll be getting back into how to be like Jesus by looking at what his ministry was like and what he was here on earth to do. And there are things in that that we can do too. And I'll talk about that then. But in our next episode, I'm going to talk about something very timely because October is the National Work and Family Month. So I'll give you four tips on how to balance your work life with your family life and leave your work at work so that you can give your 100% attention to your family when you're home with them. So tune in next time. That will be a really good one. In the meantime, remember you can connect with me through my website, bluejeanschristian.com. And if this has been helpful or somewhat enjoyable, could you please do me a favor and take two minutes, just two minutes, and go to iTunes and leave a review and poke on the little stars. If you don't know how to do that, send me an email and I'll tell you how. But I would sure appreciate that because it would mean that more people will be able to find it when they're doing a search on how to glorify God or how to take the Bible and make it relevant to our life today. So thank you for that. And things are progressing very well with the actual publication now of my book, Your Glorious Endeavor. So keep in touch with that and I'll let you know when it's available for purchase. In the meantime, go be like Jesus and be the image of God and have that be on you like a good pair of blue jeans. Thanks, folks. See you next time.